0: Today is Thursday, December 21st, 2023. This is Quick Start from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. Colorado, Trump, and the election. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. You can email us quickstartpodcast at cbn.org. Joining me now to get through the news of the cray on this friday junior edition of the podcast dragons
1: phillips and billy halliwell what's up gentlemen i'm doing well i'm just excited about this very normative insane election season we're
2: entering well but the exciting news is is that we are inching closer and closer to christmas the big yeah. day is right around the corner guys
0: it's it, it is i hope everyone's gotten their presents and they've gotten it done i know not talking to myself. Definitely not talking to myself here. That I've got to finish it up. Definitely.
2: Oh uh, well. Okay, I've got to yeah, finish still. I was so. gonna say, I was right up to the finish line, but I <laughs> think I have everything now. I just have to do a a night of wrapping. There you go. Well, mine are under the tree and wrapped, so I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> wow, look at you, Billy.
0: Yeah, your wife is, Your wife's a saint. That's what it is. Let's be honest. <laughs> or Amazon. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I actually wrapped them, did believe you it or do not, it? I okay. did. you Okay, right. all right. I did. I, I, like, uh, you,
2: ra- I, I wrap my own gifts. I like I wrapping. I'm single, so I have to wrap my yeah, own gifts. Yeah, you do not to. like wrapping, but I whatever, Trey. I projected tray.
0: my schlepness when it comes to presents onto you, Billy. I, <laughs> I apologize. I just figured was like me. I feel like you're a like gift me. bag guy.
1: Everything goes in a gift bag with some tissue paper.
0: I'm like how my, my grandmother was when she'd be like, oh, let me see what I bought you, and she had no idea because my parents actually bought it for her to give us a <laughs> present, so... <laughs> And so I, I'm kind of like that at this point. But anyway, we,
2: we, that makes Christmas more exciting for yeah, you. Right for everybody. We're all
0: surprised. So you're right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Coming up on the focus, we've got Christian leaders responding to Pope Francis's statement on blessing same sex couples. And we're going to hear from actress Candace Cameron Bure on a whole host of things and more coming up. But first, we're going to get through the news here in 90 seconds. And the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to ban former President Donald Trump from the state's primary ballot is calling into question the bedrock principle of American democracy. This according to one of the court's Democrat-appointed justices. They wrote a harshly worded dissent. They said the decision to bar former President Donald J. Trump by all accounts, the current leading Republican presidential candidate, and reportedly the current leading overall presidential candidate from Colorado's presidential primary ballot, flies in the face of the due process doctrine. Even if we're convinced that the candidate committed horrible acts in the past, dare I say it, engaged in insurrection, there must be procedural due process before we can declare that individual disqualified from holding public office. And you may be surprised to see nativity scenes on government property this year. The Thomas More Society and American Nativity Scene are helping a growing number of private citizen groups across the nation display biblical manger scenes on government property this Christmas season. 43 state capital nativity scenes are happening across America. This is according to Ed O'Malley, president of American Nativity Scene. He said the message of hope delivered by the baby Jesus celebrates the joy of new Life Those are just some of today's top headlines, and you can check out those stories and more over at CBNnews.com. dot com and that that one is awesome, guys. I mean, because I know that freedom your friends over at Freedom from Religion Foundation, Billy, the atheist there. they want to make a oh, sound, oh, yeah, but they want to make it sound like you just God can be nowhere near any government property or building. This is separation. you got it's got to be off in your own house and out of there, which couldn't be further from the truth, of course, it's just you can't establish a religion. Uh so Thomas More Society they work to help make sure that if they want to get these scenes up there they can and it's just really cool uh because obviously the, what the nativity scene signifies our savior coming down to earth being born here humbling himself to eventually die on the cross for you know our sins and conquering the grave right that's the gospel message and so it's great to see it I actually we actually drove around with our kids guys the other night just to for my wife's birthday, she wanted to look at all the different lights that people had up. And so many people have lights up and only a handful have nativity scenes, actually, to be honest, it's kind of sad in a way, but um, there were a lot of nativity scenes up. But anyway, I just kind of thought of that as I'm thinking, wow, that's really cool. They're going to be on government property too.
1: Yeah. and And this has been a big move, you know, for a while now we had we had that organization on last year talk with them about it and it's even expanded since then. But I think we're also not to be a downer here, but we're also going to see more atheists and Satanist displays at the same time, because they're going to rise up to try to combat all of these, because if you can have a nativity, they're going to argue that you can yeah. have their religious symbolism too, unfortunately, but Hey, I love seeing the nativities. So yeah. there you go.
2: I think it's, yeah, it's encouraging to see those nativities up because I think this is, even if you like acknowledge that yes, we're a Christian nation kind of in name only at this point, because there are so many people who just, you know, don't really adopt a Christian or biblical worldview anymore. But even with that still, I think Christmas is the one time when people are a little bit more open, their guard is a little bit less, uh, is down a little bit. uh, And they're, they're open to seeing some of these Christian themes. So it's great to have that kind of open door to talk about our faith more easily during the holiday season
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so good to have a little positive element here heading into the christmas season all right well let's head over to the focus story now and we have this comment here from the vatican and this statement on blessing same-sex relationships it caused a lot of controversy so Tell me first off here, what did this statement from the Vatican say exactly? Because it was kind of a word jumble.
2: Yeah, so it's it was kind of confusing the way Pope Francis and the Vatican worded this, but they released a document at the beginning of this week, and it stated that blessings can be bestowed on, on same-sex couples as long as those blessings are not being confused in any way with the ritual of marriage. Uh, So the (laughs) blessings can't be part of any sort of civil union ceremony, and they can't include any gestures or clothing or words, rituals that would be associated within the Catholic Church also with marriage, because they want to make it clear that just because a, a priest Uh, somewhere in the Roman Catholic Church at some diocese around the, the world, just because they're blessing the two individual people in a relationship who happen to be in a same-sex relationship. They want to make it clear that they're not uh, necessarily saying anything specifically uh, about any marriage, and they're certainly not performing any sort of of marriage. So, yeah, it's, it's a tricky statement the way it's worded. They still say that they believe that marriage is, as biblically defined, a union between one man and one woman, Uh, but it is kind of muddying the waters because they're willing to bless a same-sex couple uh, with both of the the two males or the two females standing there and receiving this blessing from a priest. So you can see where the confusion might might come up there.
0: Yeah, I think, and I even remember reading as I scanned through it, one of the lines said something like, well, as long as they're trying, they're making an effort to follow and conform to God's will in their lives. And I'm thinking that's kind of like an oxymoron. Like, how can you be trying to conform to God's will, but then wanting a blessing on this very obviously anti-biblical relationship?
2: yeah, it said that, uh, that people seeking a blessing from God, quote, should not be required to have moral perfection. But as you're saying, obviously, Dan, they should be striving toward moral perfection and living in a same-sex relationship is obviously not, uh, not submitting to the sanctification of the Holy Spirit, which of course teaches us to not live in, in a, a marital relationship between the same sex.
0: Yeah, no, so deb- yeah, it kind, of,
2: kind of weirdly, weirdly kind of worded. a weird position this puts the church in.
0: It's like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, as far as not getting the LGBT mafia to come after them, but at the same time, they want to, you know, try to distance it from biblical Christianity and Christian views on marriage. But Franklin Graham was speaking out on this. What did he say?
2: Yeah, he said, he he issued actually a warning that he posted on Facebook, and he said, uh, blessings on homosexual couples, quote, won't save you from the judgment of God. He said, Pope Fran- Francis has now approved Catholic priests blessing same-sex couples, but none of us, including the Pope, has the right to bless what God calls sin. And then he quoted Isaiah 520 that says, woe to those who call evil uh, good and good evil. He went on to write, the good news is that right now God will forgive sin. But we have to come to him on his terms by repenting of our sin and placing our faith in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Otherwise, the Bible says the destruction of transgressors and of sinners shall be together and those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed. Uh, Again, another reference in Isaiah. This is uh, chapter 1, verse 28. So, strong words from Graham there uh, on this Bizarre statement from the Vatican.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I mean, frankly, Graham spoke out. Has anyone else of prominence at all spoken out about it?
2: Yeah, so I, Al Mohler, the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, we've talked to him before. He actually also released a statement, well, he talked about it on his uh, a recent episode this week of his epi- of his podcast called The Briefing, and I think his condemnation was actually even stronger. Uh, he referred to the statement from the Vatican as a disaster. Uh, he mm-hmm. said it's a disaster on many fronts, but in particular, it's a disaster because the impact of this in the larger culture is going to be uh, to add momentum to the very forces that are tearing apart gender, tearing apart sexuality, and tearing apart civilization, tearing apart marriage, and tearing apart sexual morality uh, in our world today. He said, I think this is an indefensible statement in terms of the history of Christian tradition and even the history and tradition of the Roman Catholic Church, and more importantly, of course, uh, according to Scripture. So, yeah, his condemnation was was pretty strong, and you can read more of his comments and of uh, Franklin Graham's comments and obviously get more from Uh, the Vatican statement, all that is kind of wrapped up in a story on CBN and and faithwire.com.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you guys make about the just the motive. Like, It's a head scratcher to me as to why they would want to go out of their way to try to split these hairs and to try to walk this line of sticking to traditional biblical views on marriage, but then at the same time being able to bless same-sex union. It just seems very odd. Like, why do you even have to make a statement about this? Why can't you just make a statement affirming what the church believes marriage is, and then leave it at that? Like, what? It just seems like a very slippery, slippery, slippery slope. Which, like, not on the beginning end of it, but kind of on the latter end of it, heading down into really, like you said, Trey, muddying up their views on marriage. Because what? What is? I mean, in reality, what's that going to end up looking like? They're they're trying to say like, well, we don't want it in a liturgical setting, but if you have Catholic priests coming out and blessing. These gay marriages, right? What, yeah. what are they going to do? Saying now, listen, try not to be gay when you go out there. Like, I mean, it's it, it's going to be a blessing. It's going to be like, hey, here's well, the church endorsing what we're doing. I don't see how it could be anything other what than that.
1: Is, what is a, what is a blessing? I mean, let's have this. Broad, this is a broader theological yeah. conversation, and without ruffling too many feathers, allow me to state that I. I think this issue of giving human beings a authority to bless something, you know, that's a little foreign to me because what does it actually mean? If you bless something, you're honoring that thing under God in some way. What what does a blessing mean if not that? And so – when you are now changing the rules and saying, well, this can be blessed, but it's not actually this other thing that it looks like. It really is. It's like a game of Twister, and everybody's losing, and I just—I'm not quite
0: understanding <laughs> and you the, wouldn't, and like, and, like, you wouldn't apply it to any other sin, right? I mean, the, the church is trying—they're trying, no. they're trying yeah. to admit, like, they're not denying that this is sin, right? They're saying, like—they're they're trying to say that in their statement, but then well, still like saying they said. want to bless it. But what, what would you do with, like, a thief? Would you be like, hey, look— I I, I know you're not, you know, you're being a thief is wrong. Stealing is wrong. It's right there. It's in one of the Ten Commandments. But, uh, you know, let's bless you on your current string of bank robberies. I mean, I mean, it, it makes no sense.
2: Yeah, I think they're they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, as you said, Dan. And another this is something that Albert Moeller actually said, I think, kind of points to what I think Pope Francis and the Vatican might be doing intentionally is uh, muddying the water on purpose. He said that the Pope is quote, charting a course for the Roman Catholic Church to appear uh, to be uh, or that appears to be designed to liberalize without being as obvious and upfront uh, and perhaps even as honest as he should be about that liberalization. So, so, yeah, it seems like they yeah. want to have it both ways. They want to look good to the secular world while also, uh, you know, sticking to the letter of the law as, uh, you know, but only only the letter of the law, right? They're going to do everything they can to make themselves look more uh, more yeah. of the world. It seems to be what the Pope is, is trying to do is to have it both ways on this issue. Yeah,
0: and you know what it reminds me of is kind of like these fact checkers um, where they – the ones that are really biased, they will – put these long fact checks in that don't really say anything and they're just super long and they just, they, and they just put like a label on it, like false. And then they'll have this really long post. And, you, and if you actually ever stop down and read them, you're like, well, it's not really actually saying anything. That's not definitive. And it's like, they just want to muddy the waters. And I feel like that's sort of what the Vatican's done here. They, they put this long sort of conflicting and confusing statement out to try to just make it so that they can say, no, 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 we're not like they can try to have it both ways. Right. So if an LGBT activist comes and says, well, why do you hate gays? They'll say, well, look, we have we can we bless these, you know, unions or whatever. Look at our statement. And then on the other hand, well, how come you're not sticking to traditional Christian values? They'll say, well, no, we say it right there. They, like they're trying to have it both ways. And I, it's just look, you stand in the middle of the road, you're going to get run over.
1: Well, it seems like it seems a little like lukewarm coffee. I mean, nobody likes that, so i yeah. don't I don't and we I mean I mean we'll see <laughs> I'll stop there yeah, we'll see how it yeah. plays out
0: we'll we'll see how it plays out absolutely, but I appreciate you bringing that one to our attention, Trey obviously an important uh story watching where these uh, doctrines go and where these different denominations go with their uh, with their beliefs so and we certainly need to be praying for it, right The church has to stand firm on scripture if we lose that then you lose the whole thing you lose the whole foundation so all right we're gonna head over to the main thing now and actress Candace Cameron Bure is responding to powerful reports of celebrities like Daddy Yankee and Danica McKellar accepting Jesus and she details her work on and off camera at Great American Family
1: that's today's main thing Candace, you have been incredibly busy with Great American Family and so many other projects, but your latest film My Christmas Hero. This is a really unique movie. I had a chance to watch it uh, the other night. Really loved it. What was it that attracted you to to this particular role?
3: Well, thanks. I'm so glad you watched it. I really appreciate that. I, you know, in the I think I've done 13 or 14 Christmas movies now. And I've never done one that focused on the military, and that was my goal for this year I really wanted to honor military families uh, servicemen and women both past and present, you know, obviously our movies are all very family friendly and and usually pretty light. Um, in terms that there's nothing super dramatic, but we got to touch a little bit on those. And we had another wonderful actor, Anthony Tempano, who did such a beautiful job in um, one of the doctor scenes that was just recalling some difficulties that he was having post-war.
1: And this is a general question, but I'm gonna throw it to you because I'm curious, You know, a lot of things have happened this year, a lot of really amazing things. What has been the biggest lesson you feel God has taught you over the past year?
3: Perseverance. Like, that's all it comes down to perseverance. It it has been a big year. And there's things that I've been so excited about. I've been very, um, um, you know, looking forward to, to all that God has provided. There's also been uh, hardships along the way. I mean, there always are. Every year has its ups and downs, and I feel like what God has continually spoken to me this year is to just keep persevering, keep taking one step at a con- time, uh, keep doing what I've called you to do, and you know, you're you're there. There'll be fruit from it. Nothing will be in vain, and that's exactly what I'm doing. So um, some days it's a little easier than others, but, and I really, I really value the prayers and encouragement from people. You know, I'll tell you, we have a a place on the website on greatamericanfamily.com that you can actually write to any of us on there. You can write to our CEO, Bill Abbott. You can review all of our movies. You can, you know, one to 100, give us your rating, tell us the good, bad, the ugly, what you did and didn't like. And there have been so many more encouraging notes and positivity that have been so valuable for all of us and me personally to validate exactly what, what I've been doing on this journey with Great American Family, in my career, um, with all of my businesses that I'm, I'm on the right track. And so I'm going to continue to follow God's lead.
1: No, I love that. And it's been fun to watch you over the years, just kind of move into these different roles and the things that have sort of come and it and really culminating in this amazing opportunity at great American family, where you're doing things obviously on an executive level, and then you're doing things in front of the camera. Still, it's just, it's, it's a powerful thing. And I will tell you, I think you guys are doing an incredible job of bringing the audience in and having conversations with people. And like you were just saying, giving people a chance to actually voice things and reach out to you guys. I mean, that is, that's rare in entertainment that the audience has that. And so you you've all done a really good job of that, but something totally unrelated, but, but something interesting i wanted to ask you kind of looking at, and this is my perspective, the last few months, really January to now, It feels like so many people in Hollywood, you're hearing these conversion stories, people finding Jesus, and you had the Asbury revival and all that stuff going on. But particularly in Hollywood, it's been really incredible to watch, you know, from your perspective as somebody who's had faith for a very long time and you've been open about that. What's it been like to watch all of these other people um, really just find faith?
3: It's so exciting. Like if I could just have that the praise hand emojis, (laughs) like (laughs) just all around all the time, if I could just have a little sign that would be those praise hand, that's how I feel all the time. I feel like, you know, because our culture has become even more and more divided and I don't think it's gonna stop. I mean, and that's not out of discouragement, but I just, every year it we're, we have gotten as a as a society um more and more divided in all different ways in political ways and social ways and so it's really making people take a stand and find what they believe in and and i'm so encouraged by the amount of people that are truly seeking god god of truth god of love and um, and and recognizing Jesus as savior. And then to see that actually be displayed within Hollywood and see people that are quite well known publicly proclaiming p- proclaiming their faith in Christ is so encouraging because there are so many people out there that value their faith, that wanna take a stand. And sometimes they just need the encouragement of somebody in front of them, whether that's on television, in a movie, who's written a book, uh, who has a podcast, just someone to encourage them, come alongside of them so that they can feel as empowered and as emboldened um, as, as someone else. And I just, I, I don't like that we're more and more divided, but I love that it's allowing people to dig deeper into their faith and proclaim it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people, they've kind of been, you know, culture sold a lot of lies to people. And I think a lot of young people are realizing that, hey, I'm not happy. I don't have these things that I thought I was going to have if I did these things or lived the way that I wanted to live. And and so you have a lot of that, I think, also sort of pressing in on people and and leading them to find Jesus. And I mean, Daddy Yankee, you're seeing these names and you're like, wow, yeah. this is. I mean, it's incredible. Incredible. I spoke with Danica um, McKellar recently, and she really credited you with, you know, bringing her to the Passion Play. And so, you know, you're out there, you know, sharing your faith with others in, in personal ways, and public ways, and it's incredible. Um, love to see it. And I just wanna encourage people to head over to Great American Family um, and check out all the amazing content over there. Candace, as always, really appreciate your time today.
3: Thanks, Billy.
0: Always love talking to you. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks for that conversation there, Billy. Always great to catch up with Candice Cameron Bure. She's she's got great insight on a lot of things.
1: She does. Yeah, I love what she said about seeing fellow celebrities. And, you know, I wanted to bring up that Danica thing because she was instrumental in bringing her to faith and it just shows the power of relationships. Yeah, it really does.
0: Yeah, it's very cool when you you see people especially in that area where you know it's not going to be popular to you know we all have our hesitancies when we try to share the gospel right how it's going to be received we have those fears that that kind of those sinful fears that creep up and insecurities and you know for someone like her to be able to do that out in in that industry it's i mean it should be it should be an encouragement to us all for sure all right we're going to head over to the last thing which is what we have time for on this friday junior edition of the podcast
1: yeah it's ephesians 4 15 rather speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into christ so yeah we're not supposed to be you know allowing culture to grow into us we're supposed to be growing up into him and i think that speaks to a lot of what we were talking about on the show today
0: yeah being a being a thermostat not the thermometer Mm
2: Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Should be more like Christ tomorrow than we were today. All right. Great spot to leave it
0: on this Friday Junior edition of the pod. Thanks so much for being here. Get yourself on over to CBNnews.com and FaithWire.com for more news from a Christian perspective. As always, Lord willing, and that creek don't rise on us. We shall return tomorrow with more. God bless. See you then.